the energy you put into something is more important than the something itself. I want you to know it doesn't just look like maybe the way I do it or the way that you've seen it done in the past or maybe the way that you've been doing it. You don't really like doing it. Your business can expand beyond you. You have to make sure that you are willing to scale yourself. This is Aligned and Ambitious Radio. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. Lately, we have all the guest experts because I am so blessed to be surrounded by such an amazing circle. And today, I have Rachel Fisher. And this is really special to me for a multitude of reasons. She's a good friend of mine. She's been a client of mine for almost two years. She is just an embodied goddess inside her business. And she's here to talk to us about energetic leadership and embodied leadership. She helps high-level entrepreneurs elevate their impact and their income through subconscious healing, through embodiment work, through energetic mastery, and emotional and mental alchemy. So welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. It's been a long time coming, so I'm like, yes, (laughs) all the good vibes. It really has. Like, I can't believe we haven't had you on the show so far. My mistake, (laughs) I've been holding her magic, but I think it's actually perfect because I've seen Rachel grow, you know, as a coach and as a leader herself. And I feel like now is the perfect time to have her on for you guys to talk about leadership because Mm. she truly is embodied and she's went through seasons and growth periods in her business that got her to this point. And so we're just going to talk about all things elevating your embodied leadership. Fuck yeah. I'm super excited. So the first thing I want you to unpack for us is Mm -hmm. like, is there, and if so, what is the difference when we're just talking about leadership and then embodied leadership? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love this. This is such a beautiful question because something that I, I like to say a lot is like anybody can call themselves an entrepreneur, but like it's a whole other thing to actually be a leader. And I feel like those two things are they're related. Absolutely. I mean, we're both leaders and entrepreneurs, they coexist. But being a leader is taking a stand for not only like your highest vision, but the highest vision of every single life that you're going to touch. And Mm -hmm. when you're embodied in your leadership, you are living, breathing, feeling, flowing through your existence in embodied in your values. And I think that that's really what it comes down to is that you're in integrity with your values as a business owner, as a leader. And I feel like that's really what differentiates people that are just, you know, kind of in it for themselves and somebody who's actually here to massively create ripple effects of change in the world. Does that make sense? Makes so much sense. And like, we both really value ease. And so feel free to disagree with any of my thought processes. But like, when I hear leadership, leadership is not fucking easy. (laughs) Like it's really uncomfortable and challenging. And then when we're talking about embodied leadership, like you're saying, it's walking the walk and talking the talk and being the being and fully embodying these values. And even the conversation we were having, I think yesterday about like holding boundaries and clients, Mm -hmm. those are examples. And maybe we could talk about more tangibles of what that looks like. But 
a lot of people, you know, I think think of leadership and they're like, it's just like being in charge and having people admire you. And it is actually, it's tough. It's tough for mm-hmm. a lot of reasons. Yeah. And I think that that's a really important thing to touch on is that one of the things that I, I think is important is to know that being a leader isn't easy, but you can cultivate a feeling of ease in yes. what you're doing. And I think that that's where people get tripped up a lot of the time. They're like, well, you know, is it always easy? It's like, well, no, like being a person who is consistently courageously moving forward and paving a way for others to rise up alongside them isn't easy, but you can cultivate the sense of ease through the embodiment of your overall beingness. But yeah, I think that it takes a lot of courage to go first, to be willing to actually pave a way that maybe hasn't been paved before or to do things in your own unique way. And I think that that is something that is worth noting if somebody's on the road to, you know, building a business. It's like you can't expect that it's always going to look one way. Like there are times where you're going to rub up many, many edges. You're going to have to face your shadows. And honestly, I think that that also contributes to being an embodied leader is the willingness to literally transmute your own shit so that you can be as magnetic and powerful as your soul knows that it's here to be, right? Yeah. And I know like this is something that you say in your work all the time and I really resonate with it. Like everything is a mirror and I'm so happy that you use the word courageous because going first does take so much courage. And it's also like the accountability and the responsibility to say like, Hmm, all this shit is surfacing with my clients. Mm. What am I missing? What am I avoiding? <laughs> what am I not looking at? You know, for a long time, and I know we've talked about this, I personally was resisting raising my prices. And I was like, mm. you know, all this shit was coming up. And then all of my clients were all of a sudden like, I can't make that much money. I can't get pay in fulls. I can't charge these rates. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> So what are some ways that that comes up for you or you see maybe your clients working through? Yeah, it's honestly without like any, like basically anytime I go through something, I swear to fucking God, within a week, my clients are going through it. Like it's literally like I'm being initiated energetically to work through my shit so that I can then hold the space in integrity for my clients. And it's so fascinating. And like even you know, sometimes like you just said, if I have a client who is experiencing something and I'm on the call and I'm, you know, coaching them, I'm, there are times where I'm like, oh, that's really interesting because that's something that I'm presently working through myself. And how can I show up for myself in a bigger way? Or maybe is there something that I haven't been in integrity with in my own business? How can I then shift and evolve so that I can hold that frequency for my containers, because it literally is all, it all ripples, right? Like you just said, it's like when we're noticing patterns in our containers with our clients, and even in our community, it's like, oh, wait a second, like, how can I use this as like a compass to express or experience like things in a different way for myself? I love that you use compass. And like, what I want to mention too, is it's not always like, oh, my client is struggling with this thing. I, that means I am struggling with this thing. Mm -hmm. Something 
that mm-hmm. I was shifting through last week was I'm in this launch and I'm like, I'm feeling like the frequency of hesitation. And so I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm not feeling hesitant around my goals. I'm not feeling hesitant in the business. I was working with my mentor and she's like, where are you hesitating in other areas? And mm-hmm. I know, you know, we bought this really expensive mattress. And I was like, well, I was hesitating to like buy a new bed and I was hesitating to like cancel some subscriptions. So I love that you said compass because it's not always a direct tie of like, oh, they're struggling to increase their prices. So I must increase mine. It's like that just gives you an area to start exploring what's going on. Yes, yes, absolutely. And I think that that really speaks to how everything is connected and separation is an illusion. And so Mm. there are times when, you know, we're experiencing things in other areas of our lives. And it's like, oh, interesting, like, maybe if I'm feeling like, for example, maybe I'm feeling scarcity around like, my self worth, like that could be showing up in, you know, how people are, you know, responding to what you're selling, you know, for an example, like it's all connected. And I love that you said that it's not necessarily the exact same thing that somebody's going through, but it's all a reflection of different areas of your life. Mm -hmm. And that's super powerful. So for the listeners who want to develop leadership skills, because some of these things come naturally, you guys, but when it comes to building a business, one that's sustainable, one that's scalable, you're serving, you know, a big volume of clients, you have a team to lead, you have people that you are responsible for, you know, you invest in things like a lot of the times and a lot of us are so young, like I wasn't taught this shit ever. Mm-hmm. No one taught me this. They taught me garbage in high school. So <laughs> it's like, where can someone start looking if they want to start working on these skills? Yeah, absolutely. It all comes down to like, you are the first person you lead, right? And I think that one mm-hmm. of the most foundational parts of being a leader is actually understanding what the fuck you stand for. Because if you're not aware of what that is. It's really like your foundation shaky. And I think that the values that you hold as a leader and as a brand is really like the starting point, right? Like even just getting to a point where you can like sit down and make a list of like, what don't I stand for? And what do I stand for? And using that exercise to help you get really clear. So for example, like my brand values are integrity, prosperity, magic, embodiment, love, and equality. And so everything I do comes back to those values. And I think that it starts with how can I lead myself into the spaces that I'm desiring to serve people? Because what becomes out of integrity is that if we're speaking to certain things, or we're, you know, teaching certain things, but then we're not actually being that ourselves, that's when shit gets really murky. And whether you can consciously see it or not, people can tap into your energy, because people can always, always, always feel what you're holding. Always. So it really starts with you. It's so good. And values, it's like, I'm using your words, but it's like a compass for everything else, because then it's like, you can default back to that and say, okay, I need to hire someone, or I need Mm -hmm. to have a really difficult conversation with a client, or maybe I need to let a team member go, or maybe I had to, you know, enforce a boundary. Then you can navigate these decisions and this execution and these conversations going back to, am I in integrity? Am I coming from a place of love? Like all of those things. And when you guys are sitting down to do this, don't overcomplicate it. Like there Mm -hmm. are some periods where I'm like, you know, reevaluating this. And it's just like, there's also a way to word it of what am I not willing to compromise? 
Mm-hmm. Like having fun for me, that's one of them. Like having fun, being in a state of joy, having spaciousness in my life. What are you not willing to compromise? And that will kind of lead you in the path of the things that are really, really close and important to your heart. Yeah, I love that so much. And it's important to know that, you know, like this is just kind of coming through that like being a leader isn't about being perfect. It's mm-hmm. just about being willing to you know, fuck up and admit when you fuck up. It's about, you know, being willing to, again, just courageously go first and be brave and be courageous. And so that's something that I always love to touch on when it comes to conversations around leadership is like, it's not about you being perfect, because you're not perfect, you're human, and we all have our shit. It's literally just about you being willing to consistently meet yourself where you're at and being willing to grow always, always, always. (laughs) This is gold. I'm so happy you went there because I do think that's so important to mention. I think being a leader is literally being willing to mess it up. Mm -hmm. Knowing that it's safe because the fear around fucking it up and the fear around making a mistake is how are other people going to perceive me? Mm -hmm. Are they going to judge me? Are they going to think less of me? And all of a sudden you get taken out of your values. You get taken out of service. You get taken out of embodiment because you're so your ego is so worried about that perception so I fuck up (laughs) a lot I know like you can resonate and the most powerful thing that we can do is give our audience and our community permission to fuck up too yeah absolutely and I think that that's where you know we I think we both do a really fantastic job at like dismantling this like hierarchy like the illusion that like we have it all figured out like you and I both share our shit, you know, and I think that that's also what makes you a great leader is when you're willing to let people actually see your humanness, because then you're relatable, and people aren't putting you above them. Because when that happens, that doesn't feel good for anybody. No, at all. all. (laughs) So I know, I mean, you've done so much work, and you've grown so much, I've been like privileged to see it and witness it firsthand. But I'd love for you to share because I think this like, many other things in business, it's not work that ends. Like you don't reach a level of like, I have accomplished leadership. So (laughs) what are some ways that you are elevating and taking your leadership skills to the next level in your own business? Yeah, absolutely. I truly believe that you're the inner work, like is literally everything. Because when you start to feel secure and safe in your life and who you are, that's when everything else is able to come into your field of consciousness, right? Like we only receive what we feel safe enough to receive. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that when we learn to master the energetics of it all, because entrepreneurship is a fucking roller coaster, let's be real. When you start to be able to meet yourself where you're at and consistently show up for yourself in ways that literally it comes down to like self-love and self-worth. And so for me, I consistently am committed to growth. I am, it's literally one of the most important things to me. And so how I do that is I make sure that I'm working with badass as fuck mentors like Taylor. I invest in, you know, courses that I feel are going to help me be able to hold space for my clients in new ways. I truly believe that it starts with me. And so I'm very, very committed to how I am taking up space in the world, because I know that how I am is what ends up affecting how my clients receive, like how what my clients receive, what my community receives. And so 
to me, like self-nourishment is so important. And that looks like many different things, but it comes down to making sure that you're truly showing up for yourself so that you can show up for other people. <laughs> like, it's so important. I just want to like, a round of applause to everything you said <laughs> so far. And then it also goes back to taking those values and say, like, for me, for example, like I teach women how to scale their business. I teach women how to build teams. Like there are pieces that come into play. And as I'm growing into these next levels, if there's something that I know that I'm not inherently an expert at, like you're saying, I'm willing to get help. I'm willing Mm -hmm. to, I know you're going through a certification right now. Like I'm willing to hire a mentor or to read a book or to look at it differently or to get support so I can take that first step. And so it's like the energetics is the foundation and then it's how you infuse it into the execution and like the self-development and your personal growth in personal life and in business. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that's really where that, you know, sense of ease and effortlessness that we love to talk about comes from. It's Mm -hmm. like when you learn to trust yourself, like really trust yourself, when you learn to trust God, when you learn to trust your team, your clients, like that's when that sense of ease becomes real because you're no longer operating from a fight or flight freeze mode. You're no longer operating from scarcity. You trust in what you're here to do. You trust the people that you're surrounded by and you have enough of a stable foundation to, again, like we were talking about before, make decisions that are necessary as a leader if something isn't in integrity with the highest good for you and the good for all. Yeah. Super important. So important. This week's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Freak Rituals, a company that creates modern and practical manifestation products and aims to normalize wealth among women. The She Makes Bank collection includes frequency-infused bath salts, a manifesting elixir that you can add to any drink, and frequency-infused manifesting mist. This collection is such a vibe. Go to alignedandambitious.co forward slash links and use code SHEMAKESBANK at checkout for $20 off the collection. Do you have like a process or audit or a journaling prompt or like what's your check-in routine to see if you are being embodied in your leadership and the listeners right now, if they're like, I know my values, but how do I know that I'm living them fully embodied? What's your thought process? Yeah, absolutely. So one of the ways that I can like use as an example is let's say you're in a launch, right? Like I'm launching right now and I am just like my new program is all about launching. (laughs) It's all about launching with ease and flow and pleasure, right? And so that's what I am excited about. Now, this entire process, again, I lead myself first. So I am looking at the content that I'm creating. I'm looking at the way I'm showing up and what I'm speaking to and, and consistently going, am I doing this, right? Like, am I actually following through with this? And if I weren't to be, it's okay. There's no like shame and guilt that needs to happen. It's literally like, okay, cool. It's a compass. Like, how can I redirect the focus? And so everything again comes back to being a mirror. And so when we're looking at making sure that we're embodying what we're doing, it's it comes back to feelings, right? Like embodiment is about being in 
the full embodiment in your body, in your feelings of what you're teaching and what you're doing. And so one of the things that I always say to my clients, so like if I had a client that came to me and were like, oh, like this launch feels really weird or like off right now. One of the first things I ask is like, well, is this energizing you? And two, I want you to go back through all the content you've posted over the past two weeks. And I want you to be really honest with yourself. Are you embodying that? Are you embodying these things yourself? And again, it's not about judgment. It's literally coming from a place of curiosity of maybe, just maybe, the reason why things feel funky or I'm not seeing what I desire is because I am not in integrity with what I am teaching and doing. So it's, again, it's just curiosity it's just a compass to lead you back to your truth. And it's there's no guilt, there's no shame. It's like, okay, cool. Now I know what's not working. So guess what I get to do? I get to go back to my own values. It's super beautiful. And it's helpful because then people are like, fuck yeah, you're awesome. You fucking do what you do what you, you're telling me to do. Sweet. I trust you. You know, it alleviates pressure, I think too, because it's not like, oh shit, I caught myself not embodying and I fucked it up. Maybe next time. It's like, you just shift, you get to shift. Yeah thing I say all the time is like it's not over till it's over and it's not over till you decide and so what are the shifts if they're not fully embodied is it different like per situation are there grounding rituals you use to get yourself back into an embodied state what is the quickest easiest most aligned way to shift yeah absolutely so it's all about getting the fuck out of your head and back into your body like that's literally the foundation of embodiment and so there's many different ways of doing this. But one of the first things that I always get my clients to do is I get them to close their eyes, take nice, big, deep breaths, just noticing how they take up space today, how it feels to be them today, seeing where in their body that emotion is holding that energy, just noticing it, attending to it, sending that place love, that space in the body love, and just being able to witness yourself in whatever vulnerability is there and just asking like, well, what could I do instead? And what could be true instead? And I know a question that I always ask my clients and I know you do too, is like, well, what am I making this mean about me? And what could be true instead? And just allowing yourself to get out of that spiral mode that happens when you're literally existing fully in the head and dropping back into the body And just something that can be really helpful too, if we're looking at like just a quick shift in energy is thinking about a a person or an experience that is the embodiment of the energy that you're looking to be holding. Like, for example, like, let's say you're looking to feel really abundant. Okay, well, think about something that you've experienced or a person that emulates that abundance. Let that feeling land back in your body, sit with it, and then take action from that place. So it's really, it's not about bypassing emotions or bypassing what we're experiencing. It's about noticing it, forgiving yourself, forgiving the thought, forgiving the feeling and choosing something different instead. And I always tell people, you do get to decide. You get to choose always. Well, I think it's worth highlighting that it's like when I said, what are the things you need to do to shift? It's not actually doing. There's Mm -hmm. not a long list of things I have to like go execute an effort to shift. A shift is something that happens internally when you slow down and take a step back and put your guard down. And I think that in itself is so powerful. And I see it all the time, like teaching 
the more like strategic piece of launching is like, well, what should I do? What should I say? What should I post? What should I email? How do I combat this? It's like, no, because if you're posting and sharing and storying from that place of misalignment, it's not going to be received. Yes. Not much to actually do when it comes to shifting. Yeah. Yes. And that's the thing is like, it's about who you are being and what you're doing that matters. Mm. Like, yes, like there's, of course, there are particular tasks and things that we get to execute as a business owner. There is absolutely strategies that we get to use that feel really fucking exciting. But who you're being in all of that is what makes them successful. (laughs) That's what makes it work is who you're being. And I mean, you guys can sense it. I'm, we're both in a launch right now. I'm in the five-figure flow launch and I'm talking about spaciousness and fun. And, you know, I've been sharing this launch where it's like, I'm going out to lunch with my husband. I'm walking my dog. I'm going out shopping. Like I'm planning like things for the baby. If I was glued to my computer, if I was obsessively checking emails, if I was like strapped for time and working 10 hour days, this program and my execution would not land. If we are talking about embodied leadership and you are not embodying your leadership, it will not land. If Amanda Francis is teaching about money and she's broke as fuck, it's not going to land. So it's really just about looking at that parallel to make sure that you are aligned and ambitious. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And it's just a beautiful thing when you actually get to a point where you start to be able to be like, just really accountable to who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're able to just be like, okay, you know what, I know who I am. I know what I stand for. And I am going to let myself be human, but I'm also not going to let shit get in the way of the beautiful mission that my soul came here to fulfill. (laughs) Yes, getting out of your own way. Mm -hmm. So this question is like the cherry on top, the pink bow to wrap it up, because I think this is the thing that will really allow it to sink home for people who are in the entrepreneurial mindset of like, how does this impact my bottom line? Does this help my business grow? Blah, blah, blah. So how does being embodied in your leadership and in your values impact your one, your business growth and your client results? Yeah, absolutely. Again, who you're being is everything. Mm-hmm. And it truly like if you're looking to work with soulmate clients, if you're looking to make money from a fuck yes, energetic space. If you're looking to have a life and a business that feels like you're operating from a place of overflow, it is so, so important that you are accountable to who you are in that. Because the soulmate clients and the, you know, the money and the type of business that you have, if you don't feel good in that, it doesn't matter. Like it won't matter. Like you get to allow yourself to be a beautiful, bold, wealthy as fuck woman who has an amazing business, but knowing that who you are in that is what matters. That's really what matters. And everything is an extension of the energy you omit, the clients you work with, the types of programs that you create, the opportunities that land, like it all comes back to who you are. So when you're embodied in your truth and in your magic, it's going to nothing like everything else that isn't that will just fucking fall away. It'll just, you won't even be available for it. And you'll be able to know and sense very easily if something's on a yes for you, because you're going to know who the fuck you are. And that's what matters. It is. It's really about like putting yourself in a position of alignment and like the highest state of being the highest frequency where everything else falls away. Like I've been sharing with the partnership 
I've had no price objections for this launch. And that's because I did the internal shifts and the embodiment work to just not be available. Mm -hmm. I've had more pay in fulls than ever because that's like what I was available for. Those are the shifts that I'm making. And then what happens when you start to make those shifts and you see those ripple in your business and your bottom line and the income you're making, what happens then is all of those things that you've put out and you've called in then seep into your clients. And then they start seeing, you know, the pay in fulls and the clients and the money out of nowhere. And then guess what happens with their clients? Like they start seeing the same thing. Mm. So we both like align on the whole theory of ripple effect, but everything changes financially and energetically for you and everyone in your circle when you're embodied in your leadership. Hell Yes. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. This episode was so good. I know people are obsessed with you already. They want more of you. Tell them where to find you. Tell them what you have going on, how they can connect with you, all the things. Yeah, absolutely. So I love hanging out on Instagram. So you can come hang out with me at I am Rachel Fisher. You can check out all my offerings at rachelfishercoaching.com forward slash links. I'm currently launching Launch Magic, which is a beautiful self-led launch program to help you be fully embodied and energized through your entire launch. And you can, of course, check out my new podcast, the Embodied Leadership Podcast on Apple, Spotify, and Google Play. Super exciting. So many places to connect with her and we will link everything to make it easy for you guys. But stay connected to her, watch her growth, like be one of the people who is so lucky to witness her elevation because she's someone who I adore working with and it's because of who she is, not what she does. She shows up, she embodies the fuck out of what she teaches. She takes a radical responsibility. She's willing to do the work just by following her on Instagram. You will reap the energetic shifts of the work that she does. So go (laughs) connect with her. But Rach, I love you to death from the inside out. Thank you so much for this episode. I know everyone's going to get so much out of it. Uh, I love you so much too. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Okay, guys, we will see you next time on Aligned and Ambitious Radio. Thanks for listening to another episode of Aligned and Ambitious Radio. To stay connected in between episodes, follow me on Instagram at alignedandambitious.co and check out Aligned and Ambitious TV on YouTube. And as always, if this podcast is one that inspires you, make sure you subscribe and review the show. I'll see you next time and I hope the rest of your week is full of magic.